Now, Mr. Majola, you say that uh, these maladministration claims are not true and uh, that uh, the report uh, is incorrectly uh, interpreting what is actually happening. So tell us, what exactly is untrue and what is the true state of play with regard to the LTE Consulting Engineers tenders? Thanks, ma'am. Yeah, we were initially appointed by the Department of Water and Sanitation in 2013 uh, into a panel of engineering. Now, you've got category one, two, three, four, five, and six. Six being a company that qualifies to do half a billion rand of work until unlimited. That's where we fall in. So it means that our skills and expertise allows us to do work from 500 million rand to a billion to unlimited. First qualifier is that. So we were appointed legitimately by the Department of Water and Sanitation. Now, the Bellland Northern Water is an entity of DWS as well. They got appointed by, by themselves to, to institute the work. Now, we're then asked to prepare a business plan for three years and assess the backlog in the Guiana area to quantify, to, to make aware of the department what is it that they're in for for the next coming three years. Now, the first business plan, which is 2015-2016 was 2.7 billion. 2016-2017 was then 2.8 billion. 2017 to 2018 was then 2.1 billion. It comes to about 7.1 to 8 billion over the next coming three years. So when people speak about 2.7 billion, they're speaking about a business plan and a number that is a public record of saying what is it that will cost the department in this financial year, the next financial year until 2019. So are you saying, therefore, that when that figure was initially uh, put out there of 502 million, that did not take into account that this uh, project would span across a number of years? People, people, people didn't ask how long the intervention would be. The intervention is unlimited. Understand the backlog in Limpopo for water is about 34 billion for the next coming 15 years. So people didn't quantify what is it that it will take in that particular region for us to finish our work. And the work does not only belong to us. Understand the region is big. We only allotted Guiani because the intervention was in Guiani. So you, you, you are also being accused in this particular um, report of inflating prices because it goes on to say that uh, the City Press went out and they had two companies quote them less than 100,000 rand for a single borehole, whereas uh, your boreholes cost 1.4 million rand each to rejuvenate. Understand what, what are we fixing? I think people must make an analysis. What is it that we're fixing in Kian? Now, the old boreholes where we're running through electricity. Now, because of theft, theft and vandalism, all cables were missing, everything. We had to start from scratch. Now, do the water analysis, do the recabling, put diesel generators on site of each and every borehole for people to have water. Now, it's not a conventional borehole where you go and dig and then come up and put a, a pipe and then connect electricity, then there's water. New reticulation, understand, you had probably one stand pipe for, for one village. Now, Put about 20, 25 standpipes for one village so that people can have access to water. That's what we did. So was that a uniform amount that each and every one of those boreholes actually needed the same amount of work and rejuvenation? There such was that nothing. Those boreholes have been dysfunctional for the past six years. So all of them were in the same state is what you are saying? The, the, the state has no pumps, no electricity, no cables, nothing, no pipes, no... Nothing. There was nothing there. 
Hence, there was no water in that, in that particular region of the country. And it cost you $1.4 million to rejuvenate each one of them. It was a market-related price because understand that now we needed the engineers to redesign the entire bowl. Some of them have had to be moved from their original positions, redrilling, retesting of water, re-retulation, re, uh, then putting up standby generators for them to, to, to support the pumps, for the pumps to t- carry water to the village. Did, uh, did, were correct tender procedures followed in awarding your company some of these contracts? Extremely, ma'am. Hence, I'm saying that. In September 2013, we were appointed. We are still a service provider in the National Department of Water and Sanitation as a Category 6 company, uh, and we're still there. So why do you think, um, you know, it went up to the level of the presidency uh, to actually order an SIU investigation into your company then? I'm, I'm not clear what people get that we, we are being investigated by the SIU uh, we know such. We've checked with every state uh, security cluster from Friday until until this morning. They know nothing about that, and uh, we stand to be corrected, but we're not under investigation. It goes on to say that this was gazetted. The proclamation was gazetted last week. So you haven't seen that? You haven't heard of it? You haven't been made aware of it? The, 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 the proclamation, the gazette exists. The gazette says, please find out if any wrongdoing from from the State Department and the service provider exists. It does not say go and investigate. If they say investigate, then there must be terms of reference that must come through to place. Then we must be elected. Then we'll give them information. Let me give you a brief example. What happened about the six months ago, uh, there was a case number that was promoted that we, 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 we need to provide evidence that we did not... Uh, procured the services through dubious ways. We then finished information. Then it was it went away. Then we understood that my former co-director, Mr. Sodenpili, opened up a case mm-hmm. to say now he suspects that there was malpractice in these tenders. That's where it started. And that was your own chairperson? My own former chairperson, yes. And did you investigate after he was a bit uncomfortable about all of this? We then came to the conclusion that you, because there's a, there's, there's a settlement agreement that was an order of court for him to go start his own company, we had to pay him a couple of millions of rents for his shares that we did, and then he parted with he started his own company. So it had nothing to do with the tenders? It had nothing to do with the tenders. And how many tenders do you have currently? We are running, it's not tenders, some of them are contracts. How many do you have with the Department of Water and Sanitation? uh, Two. Only two? Only two. There's talk here about you having nine mega water projects. Where does that come from, do you think? Uh, Remember, one contract can have different milestones. Because now if you find one particular region you're doing water, you're doing sanitation, you're doing internal regulation, you're doing bulk. It's classified as one contract. So what... Unless now they say, if they're saying we've got different uh, work spheres, then, then that's different. So all in all, what would you say is your total revenue that you are actually getting from the Department of Water and Sanitation for work that you are rendering to them? 
for the past three years, if I'm quoting the newspaper rights, they say we've received about 134 million rands until today. It's then to be corrected, but the figure is correct until today. 134 million? Yes. Well, Mr. Majola, thank you so much. Uh, clearly, you know, a lot still to uh, be looked into here and uh, the SIU investigation you say you have no knowledge of. Uh, but uh, please do let us know when uh, they do knock on your door or we'll see if nothing happens, we'll let you be. But thank you so much uh, for your time this morning. Tulani Majola, CEO of LTE Holdings.